Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. John and Ken Show. John Covell and Ken Shambugs can't buy. AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, coming up, uh, it's worth spending just a few minutes on. Honestly, I, I swear that's all we'll do. Why? But the El Segundo Times, well, the El Segundo Times put five reporters. Oh, no. Five. Um, these are entertainment people. It's, it's kind of the inside story about what really happened after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Oh, all right. And I, I'm only saying this because there's a couple of things in there, a couple of nuggets. Okay. Which thought, are worth I, talking about. I thought it was going to be COVID. No, no, no. When he said that, I thought, oh, no. No, I mean, a lot of the talk about this had died down, but when I read this, I thought, oh, yeah, there's a couple of things oh, in here yeah, that could I, be I, funny to talk about. I think there's more, more to the story. Uh, the yeah. sissy Academy Award people that were running that show, you'll find out exactly according to to the El Segundo Times reporting, and they spoke to many people, insiders, about what actually happened after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and they're trying to figure out what to do next. All right, that's coming up. Uh, now, in Texas, yeah. uh, the governor there who's running for re-election, Greg Abbott, Republican, is so fed up with uh, the hordes of illegal aliens storming over the border, 
And there's more to come because Biden wants to suspend Title 42, which is the health regulation that kept people on the other side of the border because of the coronavirus crisis. Well, Abbott is now saying he's got 900 buses and he's going to ship thousands and thousands of illegal aliens to watch. Which is fantastic because this is probably the number one thing that every John and Ken listener sends us in an email, whether it's sometimes it's migrants, often it's homeless people, put them in a bus and take them to the politicians' homes. Yeah. One of the most uh, popular topics on the moist line, Eric says. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. So, it is, yes. all right, this is our fantasy. We've waited years for this. Alex Stone is coming on. We'll see if this is going to be a reality. <laughs> yeah, how likely is this, right? Is, uh, is, is not so much. No. So, oh, you know, you're done then. Yeah, well, like governors like to do, how many times has Newsom come out and made some big announcement during COVID? Then we go and we look at the details and we go, oh, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not what it really is. So Greg Abbott, he comes out, makes a big announcement yesterday, going to do what Biden will not do. He's going to enforce border security, that he's going to ship them to D.C.'s. And Texans have the backbone uh, and the will to secure a border. Two things that Joe Biden does not have. Okay, they probably have the will, uh, maybe the backbone, but maybe not uh, the law on their side to do it. So he is putting troopers on the border. Fine, governors have done that. They're going to be doing, quote-unquote, training, putting up razor wire. They'll be in full SWAT gear, be a deterrent that they'll be there. Sure, they're going to love that in 110-degree weather, put on all that SWAT gear. But his big point was that he was going to be putting migrants coming in onto those buses, ship them off to Washington, and where are they going to go? The first location will be the steps of the United States Capitol. So the, the, the uh, door of the bus, it opens up, and they, you know, climb down the steps, and whoa, there's a Capitol. That's where they are. He says they've got 900 buses that they're going to be pulling out. Migrants come into the U.S., Put them on, ship them out, let Biden deal with them. Texas is providing charter buses to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration to Washington, D.C. All right, let's break it down, guys. It's yeah, a little yeah. bit of wah, 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 that oh, Abbott is I was campaigning. expecting a migrant insurrection. They just take over the Capitol after they get off the buses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so many coming in. There's a, a lot of bluster in, uh, in what he said. So, like uh, we see happening in California, then his office put out the details, emailed them out, and wait only if they volunteer will they go, the migrants. Mm-hmm. They've oh. got to say, I want to go. Yeah, you have to wonder about that, on the right? <laughs> you can't just yeah. round them up and stick them on the bus and lock the door. <laughs> yeah, so they've got to say, yeah, I want to go. And they uh, can only go after the Department of Homeland Security is done with them and release them and that means asylum or they've been to immigration court and the court has said you can go so these are not people who are freshly over the border meaning technically they are not illegal any longer either and he doesn't have the authority to notice to appear or something right yeah he doesn't have the authority to go and round up migrants ship them around the country that that's not under uh, his authority so eric Cedillo, immigration attorney he says what we all thought it was that would be illegal. So it's a situation where this would have to be voluntary in order to, uh, you know, pass constitutional muster. Yeah, but none of that was brought up at the big border okay. event that, okay. uh, that okay. was but held when, yesterday. When you do this, when you, you when you pull a stunt like this, and then a, a couple of days later, you're not allowed to follow through because it's illegal. It makes Abbott look like an idiot. Well, they are going to have the buses. They are going to bring them to D.C. They, 
they are going to do a lot of everything uh, else that he said they, they were going to do. Are they going to promise them something? What kind of an enticement could they give them to go to D.C.? Well, you want to get out of here? You know, I mean, I think that's about it. That you want <laughs> Buses are air-conditioned, that... right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And it is going to be 100 degrees there in Texas. Go see Washington. Go tour Washington, right? Yeah, bring your family. Uh, we're going to go. You know, by the way, many groups already offer free rides to willing migrants that they've got buses or uh, they'll, they'll pay for the bus. Um, but the other part of it is not being here illegally. That the U.S., if it says you can stay and they they have to show proof that they've gone through DHS and they're not here on their own without anybody knowing that that's the other part of it. We're talking about people, again, who are are legally here in the United States. They have every right to be here because they have been paroled by the uh, the federal government. So, I mean, it sounded big. It sounded tough. But in the end, it's migrants who say, oh, yeah, no, I want to go. And, you know, unless they trick them into going in some way something like that but otherwise yes they're going to put troopers there they're going to do he says the razor wire and the deterrent of having troopers in in swat gear they're going to mm. inspect vehicles it's going to be a lot of show the bus though. thing not so much well the, yeah he's got 900 buses what's he going to fill up three of them i don't know I don't know. Maybe, maybe nah. they're really going to entice him to go uh, I don't know. No, another another gas bag another blowhard no mr I, I mean, I just you, you you do this only if you can follow through on it. Well, you, I, the you, buses are going to be going. Uh, he yeah, they could be left empty. out a few details out of it. <laughs> that there, um, there'll be nobody you know, on with board. Title Forty Two coming up. You're going to hear Democrats uh, coming up with things they're going to be saying. You're going to hear Republicans coming up. This is a huge political issue. He's campaigning. Uh, yeah, Title Forty Two well, is going to be a big deal. This is not going to look good uh, for for Biden or anybody. If you have hundreds of thousands of people coming yeah, in all at once. Yeah, 18,000 a day is yeah, what that tells uh, us they're getting ready for. People are going to go nuts. Fox is going to broadcast it 24-7 yep. on the news channel. All right. Very good, Alex. Thank yeah. you. You got it. Thanks, Thank guys. you for uh, popping Alex the- Stone, ABC News for KFI. And the big story yesterday was that the Texas governor and other Texas officials were putting together bus trips for migrants, uh, Joe Biden's migrants, who come into the United States, and he was going to send him off to Washington, D.C., right to the steps of the Capitol. But as Alec explained, the big reason that's probably not much of a go is that it's voluntary. Biden migrants. get on the buses. Biden buses? Biden buses, Biden migrants. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, it's a flop. (laughs) All right. When we come back, now how do you follow up with that? Because I know members of the media down there will be constantly hounding, hounding the governor. Where are the buses? When is this happening? Where are the buses? When is this well, happening? Well, they're going to have buses and they're going to stand empty. They're just going to be running. Well, I mean, unless there's some way to, op. well, unless there's some way to entice them, you know, you tell them a free meal on board or, uh, you know, to get air conditioning. Yeah, right. There are I jobs for you in D.C. <laughs> That's right. We have <laughs> Jobs. The jobs bus. They pay you $50 an hour. Get yeah. in that bus. Yeah. And you'll find you, those jobs. You can do that. All right. When we come back, the El Segundo Times has run a long, exhaustive article about what really happened after Chris Rock was slapped by Will Smith at the Oscars. They interviewed tons of people, and they came together with kind of a story. And there's a few things humorously worth pointing out that they discovered. Coming up next. John and Ken show. John and Ken Show, John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's hot. <laughs> um, Thanks. 
In 25 hours, we will unleash the Moist Line, folks. That'll come up at about 520 tomorrow afternoon. Uh, so coming your last chance to leave messages for this week. You can use the iHeartRadio app, the one that John always barks about every time I come back from commercials. Uh, there's a talkback option now, a microphone. More and more people are using that to uh, easily connect to the show. Or you can leave a voicemail. But you see, sometimes maybe the voicemail box is full. That's why it's good to have the app, right? Uh, <laughs> you know. Just one guy calls a thousand times. I'm sure it happens. Don't give anybody any ideas. What's that? It does oh, I, happen. I don't so have don't to give, give anybody ideas. Yeah. It's happened for years. I yeah. One eight seven seven Moist eighty six one eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six. Boy, well, I just was going through this story because it's a news story, news story on LA Times site about the Will Smith thing. What a bunch of weasels and weenies! They believe that they have written the El Segundo Times, sort of the definitive story about what happened after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and it begins predictably because the people in the theater and the people backstage were like the rest of us. They thought it was a joke, but they found out sooner than we did that it wasn't because what happened, thanks to the delay, even with live television, they kind of blanked us out. But we learned the next day that when he went back to his seat, Will Smith went into an expletive-ridden rant. I mean, you probably eventually saw that. About that that's what really freaked people out. And then everyone out. realized this is not a joke. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was so angry and so, uh, so uh, foul-mouthed that you, I think everybody felt on edge, like, well, what's going to happen next? Is he going to lose it again? So here's the key part of this long article. The subheading is the Academy steps in. When the show broke for commercials some 10 minutes after, <laughs> in some capital letters, the slap, <laughs> Academy CEO Don Hudson and President David Rubin immediately sprang from their seats in the audience and headed backstage. After first making sure that Chris Rock was okay, they found Will Smith's longtime publicist, a woman named Meredith O'Sullivan. An Academy lawyer joined them in a private room. That's quick. The lawyer's right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> in case you're any issues, I'm here. I'm on retainer. I'm ready to go. And as you also know, there were police all over the place for security. Furious over Smith's stunning breach of decorum and concerned it would overshadow the entire show, hmm. an industry source said Academy leaders told O'Sullivan they wanted the actor to leave the Dolby Theater as soon as possible. The message they thought was unequivocal. It was mutually agreed upon that O'Sullivan would deliver that request to Smith. Remember, this is his publicist, okay? <laughs> and that, you know what? It shows you how cowardly yeah, they were. They are cowardly. Absolutely right. cowardly. Oh, well, why don't you go tell him? And I, and I think they weren't serious about it. So no. the source said, you know, this was the easiest decision. It was not the easiest decision. Hollywood, everyone likes to pass the baton and pass the buck. This was a pretty quick decision on something that was tough, and it was clear Will has to go. But sources familiar with the conversation remember the ask of the publicist being softer and ambiguous, something to the effect of, we think we'd like Will to leave. Can you find out what Will thinks? Can you find out what Will thinks? <laughs> he was the one who smacked Chris Rock. Well, what does he think? Does he think he should leave? Because he's a it powerful <laughs> star and he's going to get the Best Actor Award. we got to be careful this, with this. This is time for some restorative justice. <laughs> right. Meantime, Tyler Perry, Denzel Washington, Bradley Cooper, as you probably know by now, were comforting Will Smith. Apparently Comfort. Denzel Washington prayed with him. 
comforting Will Smith. They're trying to calm Will him Smith. down and comfort okay. him, yes. He, he's the aggressor. He committed the crime. That was a crime he committed, a violent crime. It was shocking, and they thought they could psychologically work with him. I don't know. All right, so here comes the best Wait, part. What were they praying for when they prayed? That uh, Chris Rock wouldn't sue them? No, maybe forgiveness. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, pray. Yeah, yeah, God's keeping track of the Academy Awards. The next part is classic Hollywood snowflakeism, Because it says here, following the six and a half minute in memoriam segment. Oh, by the way, nobody paid attention to the Godfather tribute or the in memoriam. Yeah. People were just still buzzing Isn't that terrible? about what happened. It was like the rest of the show was ignored. They had Robert De Niro and Francis Ford Coppola and Al Pacino all up on stage. They're all like 80 years old. And they're standing there because it was the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. That should have been a great moment. And and nobody paid attention. No, they were completely distracted. It's, it's like, like I said the other day, the, the, the guy Questlove, Jimmy Fallon's band leader, he had this amazing documentary on uh, a 69 Harlem Music Festival that won the Best Documentary Award. But that's what Chris Rock was handing out. So nobody paid attention to that. Yeah, that was his it. moment he worked years for. So it says here, after this six-and-a-half-minute in-memoriam segment, the telecast paused again for another commercial break, and a visibly shaken O'Sullivan, again, this is Smith's publicist, walked to Smith's table and said, according to a source, the Academy thinks they want you to leave. What are you feeling? The Academy... Well, talk about a soft ask. The, the Academy thinks it wants you to leave? How? What are you feeling? How are you feeling? You you just smacked this man on national television, unprovoked, unfairly, violently. How are you feeling? Wow. The response was, I want to apologize. I think I can make this right. Except and apparently that appears to be what they all agreed on. They were going to give Will Smith the chance to do something dramatic and make it right. Except he didn't apologize to Chris Rock. Not for he 24 not. hours. No, that's right. He put out a message. He was the right. only one. He was the only one who deserved an apology. Right. Wow. What a jackass. While Academy leaders acknowledge they could have handled the situation differently, some familiar with the challenge of producing a live awards show defend the organization's actions. It's a volatile and previously unimaginable crisis for which there was no playbook. Yeah, there's oh, a playlist. Love that word, playbook. Somebody commits a crime, you have security uh, escort them out. You see it every day uh, at uh, football and baseball games, right? Somebody runs on the field. They're escorted out. Somebody starts a fight in the stands. They're escorted out. Sometimes they're arrested. He should have been arrested. So O'Sullivan goes backstage to the two Academy people and says, he's gathering himself and needs a minute. That was a good one. So she used the delay tactic. That's the publicist. <laughs> he's gathering himself. He needs a minute. Of course, the, the, the thing, you know, even Chris Rock said this. And I was like, oh, and Chris Rock said this the next day. I'm still processing what happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Remember that? That came up after Me Too all the time. Right. Yeah. The Today Show host. We're processing what happened to our colleague. Right? <laughs> Matt Lauer. Yeah. Matt Lauer right. being tossed from the show. Right. Well, we're still processing. All right. This. So Will Smith is gathering and Chris Rock is processing. So it says here the Academy leaders thought that Smith was preparing to leave. That apparently was their interpretation Preparing of gathering himself and needs a minute. <laughs> you just stand up and you walk out right? with security on each side. So then they go over and talk to the Oscar producer, Will Packer, who disagreed with removing Smith. Oh, so he and lied? He lied because he went on TV claiming that, that he went on TV and said that, yeah, they wanted to remove him. But he never said that he didn't want to remove yeah, him. Yeah, he disagreed with the decision. And... uh 
And then he went on Good Morning America and said, I immediately went to the Academy leadership and I said, Chris Rock doesn't want that. Rock's made it clear he does not want to make a bad situation worse. So Packer's thinking, well, if Rock doesn't want it and Will doesn't want it, what can we do here? So is Packer lying because sources close to Rock's insist the comedian was never consulted? No. And the Academy said it wasn't Paul Packer's call to make anyway. So Packer just went on television and just made up nonsense. Yeah. So Packer, acting on his own, thought Smith's acceptance speech would deliver exactly the sort of riveting, emotionally charged television that the Oscars needed. You see that? Ever the showman. Oh, right. He thought, oh, he's going to deliver a speech for all ages here. Well, now it's a reality show, yeah. Right, exactly. So that's what the Times said was the the inside story. It's a longer read than that, but I thought that was the uh, best part of it. That uh, he was softly, well, how do you feel? Do you feel you want to leave? How do you feel? Is there anything we can do for you? <laughs> Are you feeling bad? You just smacked somebody in the face on national television for no good reason? And then, of course, you know, five days later, he resigned from the Academy. And now, supposedly, they've moved up uh, their date to discuss what to do next. I week. will never understand why people uh, 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 follow Hollywood political views get obsessed with Hollywood personalities and just the whole bit because they're all, they're just a bunch of wieners, weasels, and liars. That's what they are. Wieners, weasels, and liars. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. WWF. John and Ken KFI. John and Ken show. John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Wow, it's already a crazy afternoon for crime in Southern California. A uh, suspected bank robber in Fontana is dead. Apparently, he went to a Bank of America and he robbed the place, but apparently witnesses said he ran across the street into the parking lot into a Wendy's restaurant and they confronted him and uh, there was a uh, confrontation. The police killed him. Well, there you go. They have not identified him. This just happened a couple of hours ago. And apparently... Uh, more towards uh, the John Cobalt world, burglars stole thousands of dollars in collectible sports cards from a shop in Encino called Mamba Cards. Wow. Wow. That also happened it happened on Tuesday. Masked burglars took box after box of valuable merchandise, grabbing whatever they could. They still have those little card shops, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, another one I go to uh, all the time. Wow. To get, uh, to get presents. This is at 3 a.m. they broke in. Uh, Store owners found the door in pieces and shelves empty in the morning. So they deal with uh, rare, valuable trading that, cards. Well, yeah, and that takes years and years to put together a collection like that. That's a lot of work to do that. Wow. That's, uh, now that's... to the uh, war between Russia and Ukraine. You probably heard today that President Zelensky of Ukraine says, we need three things, and here they are in order. Weapons, weapons, and weapons. So I'm thinking, based on what happened with the Sacramento shootout this week and all the, you know, screaming about more gun control, can't we just send them all our guns? Yeah, send them all the ghost guns. Send them everything. Everything we got. Just a big plane lift. We got got 300 million weapons in this country. (laughs) Sure. Give every Ukrainian 10 guns each. (laughs) Something like that. Uh, Germany's Foreign Intelligence Service claims that they have intercepted radio communications in which Russian soldiers, I like the way this is worded, discuss carrying out indiscriminate killings in Ukraine. That means killing civilians. 
indiscriminate means they're just killing whoever wanted. In two separate communications, Russian soldiers described questioning Ukrainian soldiers as well as civilians and then shooting them dead. There are, there's a belief that this is actually a strategy. That what they want to do is shock and scare the Ukrainian people yeah. by telling them, we're not just coming for your soldiers or your politicians. Yeah. We're coming for you too. So oh, you yeah. better give up. All this, all these civilian deaths are on purpose. They're not collateral damage accidents. No. No, they're not. They're, and they're, it's not just kids freaking out. No. Soldiers are freaking out and just killing civilians uh, because they're uh, overwrought. No, I think some of this is uh, orders. Yeah, and and this would this would come ultimately from Putin. Putin has uh, decided to kill as many innocent uh, civilians as possible. This is the worst crime, worst kind of uh, uh, war crimes. I mean, yeah. everybody's using that phrase every five minutes. When it's just atrocities. They're, the yes, they're atrocities. No, uh. so um, and this story should be a blip because it's kind of silly. The UN General Assembly voted to suspend Russia from their human rights body. Don't you uh, don't you hate the United Nations weenies? They, I mean, don't you just hate? I mean, they're so ineffectual. How long did it take them to come up with this one? They're so, we should remove them from our human rights council because they're well, killing civilians in Ukraine. What were they doing on the human rights council? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. What does Russia have to do with any kind of human rights? Human rights? It's like, just because they're a big, powerful country. They get what they want. Well, yeah. The I mean, the, the United Nations is, I, I, I mean, it's always been a joke. But at times when it's supposed to have some effect on a horrible situation, it is it is at its at its worst. Right. Because they just talk. And they, they issue resolutions. And and sanctions and demands. I mean, they're so ineffective. They, they, this this is heavy gunfire and bombs and missiles. That's the only thing you can respond with. I don't uh, know the, why the world is not arming uh, Ukraine even more because it, Putin Putin is, will not stop at Ukraine. His next stop is uh, some other European country. I I just don't know why they're not taking it way more seriously than they are. They could drive they could drive Putin out of Ukraine entirely. They should bomb the, 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 the crap out of all of the, the Russian military. In oh, you say that because you have your bunker ready. Uh-huh. What am I going to do? Hey, what is Deborah Mark going to exactly. do? Exactly. Deborah can come to the bunker, but, you know, you. Oh, I'm not allowed? You've already made clear you find it absurd. Did you not find it absurd, Deborah Mark? Are well, I think it's comment? a little overkill. Uh, I, I, I okay, think, you don't have to come either. Then. Oh, your invitation's canceled. You know, I'm, I, I think I it's going tur- to <laughs> I think it's going to turn into an earthquake uh, room <laughs> or a safe room. Uh, oh, in case the house is a, a break in. Exactly. Yeah, it, you know, it's not equipped to be a safe room. I don't have any locks on it. Well, maybe you should do that. Yeah, maybe I should. Because yeah, I think no. that will be a, a more likely to, uh, scenario. To justify the cost yes. that I've spent so far. Yes. <laughs> After the, this passes and people go, you have what down there? It's like, well, that's actually a safe room. The belief now is that the Russians are going to concentrate on the eastern side of Ukraine. The president of Ukraine is telling people to get the hell out of there. These are three provinces near the Russian border. And this, of course, is the region we've talked about before where there is a lot of Russian separatists who have already been there and have been warring with the Ukrainian government for years. So this is the area Russia thinks it'll probably be the easiest to take. And most believe that they're going to come back in full force to that part of the country. This belief, again, that at some point, 
Russia's going to come to the table and say, all right, you give us these parts of your country and we'll leave. I don't think Ukraine's going to accept that. No, they're not. I don't no, think there's, like, there's Ukrainians moving back in that we were talking about. They're moving back in. Uh, it's near unanimous support for what Zelensky is doing. They want to fight. They want every square inch of land, and they want to keep uh, keep fighting the Russians. They right. want to keep shooting. They're, you know, I think the United States would like that to happen, and that's why right. we are not giving all the weapons we could. And I think the NATO countries, Europe, they want that to happen. Like, just give them a piece, and maybe he'll go away. Because the longer that you resist, the more crazy he might get. might start bombing us. But, you know, I said this. I'm going to keep saying this. He's not afraid of anything and anybody. He's not afraid. He doesn't. He's happy to kill uh, Ukrainian civilians. He's happy to have his own Russian soldiers die. Nothing bothers him. How much do you think he's micromanaging this and calling the shots? I don't, like I don't. For, the, for the generals and the other commanders in the field. Do you think he's actually uh, communicating with them? Yeah, kill them. <laughs> you have my permission. Kill anybody. I I don't know, but I guess he's not unhappy with the result. No. You know, I think they've decided that this is what they must do. They can't beat the Ukrainians on the ground. They can't beat them. So what they're trying to do is get them to surrender because the 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 horrific loss of life would be is just too unbearable. That's what they're hoping. All right, more coming up on Ukraine, including the story that it looks like the Russian oligarchs have found a safe place for their yachts. Where on the planet would that be? Coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, somebody just sent a Twitter post. I guess it's from a reporter that New York State will suspend their gas tax from June 1st to December 31st to give the... Mm, see, I guess, the states are starting to come. We had Maryland, Georgia. I, I guess they're, New York. they're not worried about much-needed road projects no, being delayed. That, that I see this in all those weasel editorials about, well, that would be a bad idea because much-needed road projects would then what be... What road projects, yeah, I keep I, asking? I know. I, I, Show me these road projects. I was screaming at my screen. It's like my screen. I was. I was a what much needed road projects. They don't do anything. And they have they have billions and billions and billions piled up unspent, too. Uh, coming up after five o'clock, we'll welcome back to the show Lucy Hahn. She's president of a nonprofit called Friends of the Jungle. And the reason she's coming on is that uh, she is stoked. Why is she stoked? Well, the L.A. City Council did say they would go back to removing RVs and cars that are parked illegally. Wait, can you tell it's an election year? And this, of course, concerns the Bologna wetlands there on the west side, uh, Jefferson Boulevard, in the area of, uh, what is that, Playa del Rey in that section? Yeah. Of uh, Los Angeles, the southern part of the city. And... Uh, well, it sounds like sheeply, but her quote is, there was so much degradation to the wetlands, the sewage from the septic tanks, mm-hmm. and it's affecting endangered birds, wildlife, I plants, needles make it unsafe. There have been shootings. I, I, I'm so just baffled why the environmentalists would allow this to happen, why the media would allow this to happen, why all the leaders in the city would allow this to happen. Never in the history of this city have because we allowed have a, a beautiful- ecological preserve oh sure there's plenty of places to go you get to tow them all out to the desert 
No, they that's they, cruel. They didn't have to. Uh, people above plants. You know, and they're ba- a lot of them are bad people. There's a lot of criminals in there. You know, they just a- don't have homes. What's your problem? <laughs> you have a home? <laughs> yeah, I went to work every day. You're safe. You've even got a safe room. Or I don't know what we're going to call it. Nuclear bunker? It's my nu- At the moment, it's the nuclear bunker. A fallout shelter? Right. Yeah, How'd you, fallout Did you get shelter. your Geiger counter? Yeah, I saw a box today delivered, but I didn't have time to open it on the way out. I'm hoping All right. it. All right. I, I, I should check tomorrow. I, I should check my Amazon account. And how do you how do you check it to make sure? I mean, because it's looking for. Well, I, I, right? I assume you for... put a battery in it and turn it on, and uh, oh yeah, uh, but it, but it makes a. <laughs> I'm just going like the old TV shows. <laughs> that noise. Yeah, it goes to click, click, click. I think, I think it does that. You may already have radioactive material around your. Well, home I'm going to find out. It. You know. There's a lot of naturally uh, occurring radiation. Um, I know. I know. Back in Jersey, there not is, far yes. from where I lived, there was a certain kind of rock, and I forgot what it was called. I, I think it was. Uh, is it called radon or something? There's just stuff in in the earth that'll. Uh... Well, uh, we've been following, and we were going to make it a regular topic, right? The Russian oligarchs. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the war broke out, there's been an attempt to throw sanctions on Putin and some of his wealthy. Cohorts, and these are the very wealthy Russians who are called the oligarchs. There's a coal and fertilizer billionaire named Andrei Melanchenko. And he has found a place to park his yacht so that it is not confiscated by government authorities. And it's in the Maldives. And apparently, according to this story from Reuters, by the way, this is the Indian Ocean. It's an island nation off of India. It's such a big tourist place, particularly for Europeans and wealthy Russians, that they're going to go hands off. Meaning, if you come here and park your yacht, I guess it's okay by us. It says here, the chances of action against the property of sanctioned oligarchs is slim. According to interviews with a dozen people, they probably will allow the oligarchs to park their yachts there as a safe haven. Uh, and as I mentioned before, a lot of it has to do with tourism. It's a big business. Apparently, all they have is tuna and coconuts for yeah, their economy. So they rely a lot on tourism. Yeah, it's a bunch of islands in the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Southwest of India. hundred islands. Wow. Yeah. It is a favorite destination of the super rich. Tourism propelled it to a middle-income country just over the last 30 years. It has a GDP per capita before the pandemic of more than 10 grand. That doesn't sound like much, but that's the highest in South Asia. Tourism accounts for more than a third of their $6 billion economy. Right. And Russians have a higher-than-average spending. Oh, can you imagine what these uh, Russian guys spend? They got billions of dollars? I mean, that's... You can't yeah. you can't upset the customers. And with twelve hundred islands, you can probably find one that'll be like Epstein Island, no, where you I'm, can do whatever I, you want. You know, the, the guy, uh, whoever the government there is going to say, "Hey, look, these guys didn't do the bombing, right?" That's Putin. You know, they were just running their uh, oligarch businesses. They talked to Abdul Hanan, who runs a place called Seal Super Yachts, Maldives, and he provides fuel and food to uh, the Russian clients who come there with these big yachts. He says the yacht's cost typically runs at hundreds of thousands of dollars a week. And that half his customers are Russian. They often winter in the Indian Ocean and spend the summer season in Europe. And he says they're humble, normal people. 
humble. He's, he's talked to them, right? He said, for the time being, they're trying to keep the yachts in international waters. <laughs> the stuff people have to say when they want business, right? When they want to keep customers happy. Yeah, who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're humble. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about this decision by the L.A. City Council. It was nearly unanimous. And does it really mean much? They're lifting the moratorium on towing RVs. They said that they will remove problem camp vehicles. One of the areas we'll concentrate on in the city of L.A. is the area that's by the Bologna wetlands where there is a According to estimates, as many as 60 RVs, vans, a bunch of vehicles parked there. And the people basically use the Bologna wetlands as a dumping ground. Yeah, as a big toilet, as a big sewer for for, for the, not only their feces, but drug paraphernalia and all their garbage. And I, we've seen this up close. We both have just driven past there recently. It is such a beautiful area, and it is so foul and disgusting. And and they, they, they the, the political leaders, Garcetti, Bonin, they should go to prison for this. In fact, if it, it there, if you went to uh, wetlands and and did the kind and of damage this, these yeah. people did, you would normally be arrested and put in jail for fouling sensitive ecological areas. I just, All right. Well, that makes me crazy. Lucy Hahn with a local nonprofit coming up next. Johnny Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. 
What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 